This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to Saturday Night Shaggy. This is another uh, August episode, or July, July, right? This is another it comes July out episode. In August. We're in August. We're recording this in August, but this is meant to be a July episode. Uh, if if you've been paying attention to the news recently, uh, one of the shows that recently debuted in this uh, summer anime season is actually get a robo arc and uh yeah we decided to read get a robo the the original the classic not actual arc arc you know not the arc called get a robo arc just the og yeah <laughs> but um yeah I'm, I'm really excited to to really dive into this i'm a i'm a huge fan of get a robo um i'm the the, the kind of like poser fan who like barely <laughs> dip their toes into the series but just dude getter's design is so fucking cool it's, it's such a cool like it's such a round boy but it's also super badass and the fact that like it has like a tomahawk like it's just fucking cool and got her beam shit like that i, I fucking live for that shit anyway uh today i am joined actually by my two co-hosts uh v-lord and sakaki what's up v-lord what's up sakaki not much. Uh, doing my thing, living my life. I'm ready to get her, get her on. Living la vida, get her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, no, that's the show title. Shit, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we live in la vida, get her, just like Musashi. Uh, all right, maybe not. We stand one king forever. <laughs> True. I- I'm honestly okay fuck it spoiler time we're going straight into the okay uh how the fuck did musashi die before the professor that's od oh my god so fun fact uh initially when they were planning out who would die uh they were thinking it would be ryoma gee i wonder (laughs) i wonder why (laughs) like that fucking oh shit the the whole arc with like the kids and like <laughs> where he like sacrificed himself and like oh he died but then like they made it so obvious that he was definitely not dead good thing it was like the good thing it was just like a mega fucking long ass chapter that that same that same thing we, we found out he wasn't actually yeah like god <laughs> like i i will admit okay like i'm the getter virgin so we're gonna start a new getter virgin podcast soon ah um, uh, yes the getter virgin with the virgin of their name do well <laughs> step aside rant cafe a new rival has appeared <laughs> oh no <laughs> but yeah i've never like i i, I mean full disclosure i am not a mech person like there, there are very few mech series i really like so and i know that's really unfair to them because they're not all the same thing. Not everything's Gundam. 
I mean, I mean, you've seen one Gorilla Gun, you've seen one Getter. Yeah, exactly. And that's what people have actually have told me. Like when they tried to get me into Getter Rover, they're like, "You like Gorilla Gun? You'll love this." And I don't know. I never took them at their word. So reading it now is just like, yeah, yeah. I maybe it was I that was the fool because this was so <laughs> it was insane, but in a great way. I I compared it to basically like coffee a manga format because last couple of days i haven't been sleeping too great but when i picked this up i i was a wide awake through the whole thing like it it was definitely like my red bull <laughs> so <laughs> like yeah, i mean as someone who drank coffee while reading this it definitely gives you like a double dose of high it's so fucking insane i love the fact that the final chapter is just musashi dies <laughs> And at least for the in the third volume, just like God, I I mean, he like I said, we stand one king. But the fact that they just went there for the finale, I was thinking, oh well, okay, I mean, that's not gonna happen, right? And they went there. Nah, man. <laughs> he kami nud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Kazuki Nakashima, the writer of Grand Lagan, has said that, like, yeah, Getter Robo has been like a huge inspiration to them, and it makes sense because, like, Getter Robo is like essentially the original combining robot, like exactly. series. Like, there have been obviously Super Robot series before that, like Mazinger Z and stuff like that. But combining robots, that's where you have Getter Robo. Getter Robo is the OG in that territory. Get the change <laughs> So, did we want to talk about a little bit? I mean, there's a story here. I don't really think it's important, <laughs> but honestly, honestly, I just want to talk about for now, like just all the highlights, like all the fucking cool ass shit. Go for it. There is so much spectacle, and like, I think like the first uh, huge scene that like really grabbed me was actually. Uh, in chapter two, I think when they went or was was it chapter two or no, it was like three or four where like they go underwater after uh, they recruit Hayato and Hayato's just like shitting, like pissing himself. And he's just like in the robot, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I have this thing strapped onto me. But why are we going underwater? And then like the fucking uh, uh, gore, I guess, like the, the dinosaur king commander empire dude whatever oh, that's it, what it is because i i just i just goal is what i so goal. i mean this disclosure i didn't like i read it completely in japanese so i have no idea of like how it's translated like scans or whatever so i just assumed his name is golu so the main villain is named gore gore okay gore gore yeah and then the empire is like the dinosaur empire and like the individual creatures are like the reptiloids i think Rep- yeah rep- reptilians reptiloids whatever yeah but uh dude that that underwater scene when when they like uh come face to face with like the the commander or whatever and it's just like a projection made out of like they're like communicating with the amoeba to like make this shape or whatever it's so fucking anime dude. <laughs> it's like it's some galaxy brain level stuff <laughs> he wasn't actually there he was just, he was just like sending radio signals to the amoeba to like form the shape of him or whatever <laughs> yes <laughs> but oh god it, it's just so good like the the way that uh like the actual scenery underwater was drawn and like all the all of the designs for the monsters are crazy because it's like this insane mix of like like mech and like biopunk with like just random like organic things connected to like mechanical shit and it's just 
who comes up with this? And it's obviously, oh, yeah, this is uh, Kenny Shikawa, who, like, was Gona Guy's assistant, and Gona Guy made a lot of crazy fucking shit, too. Like, Yeah, you can definitely tell uh, Ishikawa took a lot from Gona Guy, because, like, well, Gona Guy is, like, credited as writing Genarobo. He's more of just the concept creator, and then Ishikawa kind of, like, did his own thing for the run. But, like, even then, like, there is still a lot of, like, parallels you could see between, like, Get a Robo in, like, your usual Nagai series. I'd mm-hmm. say the one caveat is that, like, it doesn't have, like, say, a lot of the cynicism that, say, Nagai has in, like, Devilman. Um, right. It, it's, a, it's a bit more optimistic. Uh, while also, like, having some important messages about, like, the limits of, like, humanity and, like, what humanity is capable of. But it, it's not going the direction of being, like, oh, like, uh, we should be wary of this in, like, the real world. Yeah, because obviously it's like too fantastical, just like the stuff of like, oh, um, fucking dinosaurs have been hibernating for over like 4,000 years under like the magma crust or whatever. <laughs> and now, now they've come for revenge because, because fuck humans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole manga. You can sum it up. Just fuck humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, like, to be fair, humanity probably has a comic. Yeah, I, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you just... know, that professor is such an asshole. Wow. <laughs> I mean, let's not lie. At the beginning, the professor is kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he is. And Hayato was, like, literally, he was recruited while he was, like, plotting to, like, kill politicians and shit. Like, <laughs> for his revolution. Like, he's a fucking, like, I don't know, like, some kind of, I don't want to say, like, a communist, but, like, some kind of, like, ra- radical political anarchist or something and even like rio like he's beating the crap out of people and like killing them in the beginning early chapters respect like, my father besides musashi none of them are exactly good people <laughs> <laughs> musashi is insane too he he just he was in the fucking jungle in the mountains for like a year just because like i'm gonna get stronger he's not a mass murderer though <laughs> <laughs> true I, just, like, I mean uh, they were all just assholes and i just i don't know but just piggybacking on what you just said it was just like i just imagine gold just waking up in the morning and be like you know what fuck humanity fuck everyone i'm going up there and i'm gonna fucking do something about it true <laughs> true <laughs> just like he gives me like a mumra vibes for some reason true yeah that's, yeah yeah God, yeah that's what the whole time i was reading this i was like is he like a gi joe like the cobra dude or what was the name? And then that's the thing. Yeah, Mumra. God, yes. You're, you're you know so what it right. is? It's the the design, like part of the design, because like you know he has like the the cobra kind of thing with like the neck, uh, except that's like his face shape. Uh, but then like the not stripes, but like you know the the horizontal lines that are part of that like cobra neck uh, scale thing or whatever. Like that's what gives like the impression of like the band aids on Mumra. True. That's true. I was thinking about that. Yeah, the whole time I was like, he reminds me of like another thing entirely, but I couldn't put my finger on what. And that, that's that's it. But yeah, no, Velor's right. They were all awful people. <laughs> <laughs> like the professor literally kills his son, like <laughs> in the chapter two. Yeah, it was all for humanity. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank God, Getter is safe. <laughs> my son took one for the team guys getter was always gonna be safe because it can like withstand fucking magma and shit like 
uh, I mean, just I, I I was thinking about the whole time, just like they're all just like so morally gray. But now that you guys just put it out there like that, yeah, like no, they're all terrible. Gore, I'm actually kind of cheering for you because, like, what did you do aside from just taking it to him? <laughs> like, I mean, God. maybe do we now, you know, to get to get corny about it, maybe now we know who the true monsters are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I'm looking back at chapter two and I the hellish terror of the newts and like yes that was oh shit the rainy sakaki sakaki i remember when i like first like uh got into the series uh and i was like i was like showing you screen caps of like this is so weird this is so cool it's like this horror thing and it's like it's so that chapter itself is like so uh ambient like it has like this very specific mood that it goes for and it does it so well it's like dude it's so fuck what's the word i'm just gonna say moody but it's i want like a stronger word it's so good yeah like yeah it's definitely the first thing that came to mind and obviously just came way afterward is like wasn't there like a villain in jojo part six that did something similar to this yeah there was oh that's the Uh, one with like the The snails yeah Yeah, it was snails it wasn't new it wasn't the same animal but i know there was like a villain or was it weather report it was heavy weather. It was heavy weather. Yeah. Yes. It was a fucking, oh God. <laughs> Have, fucking weather report, the most inconsistent fucking stand ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, weather report was like a really broken stand. It had like five different powers. It could be anything you want it to be, Marion. Don't limit its dreams. What's the, where's the, where's the fuck no go back button? Where's the fuck no go back button? Give me give me Diablo again. God, it just works. That's all you need to know. God. But yeah, Jojo was, in a nutshell. I mean, get a robot. I would not be surprised if there were at least some of Jojo. Like, to just that chapter, at least of part six, wasn't at least somewhat inspired by this. True, true. Especially because, like, you know, all the horror influence that yeah. Jojo has. But yeah, oh man, I, I I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm like on a caffeine high, like you guys were saying, like it's so exciting, like just going through the whole thing, just holy shit, the chapters are so long. It reminds me of when we went through the the Shodoro Uchinomori episode for um, Go Ranger, where like it was just long ass fucking chapters with like a whole story in one of them, like yeah, dude. It gets me wondering as to what like page limits were, or did they just? Is this just like a redrawn thing for the volumes? I think for this re- this like current release, and, like really all the releases now for Get a Robo, they combine them into like each story being a chapter rather um, than what it was weekly. Okay. Because it ran from like April seventh, like nineteen seventy four, to like August twenty fourth, nineteen seventy five. So that's like a year run. And, okay. like, you can kind of tell in some of the chapters, too, where the possible weekly breaks were, kind of, like, also in Go Ranger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, yeah, I, I think it's just kind of a formatting thing. Yeah, I mean, the, if the format works, because you yeah. can just read, a, a like, a nice, chunky chapter, uh, take a break, relax a bit, then read the next one. Because, like, yeah, dude, a lot happens in every chapter. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of nice that, like, by the end of a chapter, like, 
you kind of feel like you've gotten a satisfying like stopping point mm-hmm. while like you can sometimes be reading a manga and not necessarily know how long a storyline's gonna go so it, it's kind of nice in that way even though like when you sometimes look at like how long a chapter is it's like oh god 150 pages do i really want to read this right now yeah dude i I was just i was just introduced to that concept recently with the look back one shot this was just (laughs) happening before (laughs) yeah now they're just going to be doing that as like a one volume because it's literally long enough to be a volume yeah dude uh the good thing though in get a robo is that like it's a fairly art heavy manga i feel so like even like for a long chapter, it doesn't take that long to actually read it. Indeed, I think uh, like the, the the merit is like the action, the way that it's like uh, paneled is is so easy to read. Um, in in particular, I really love where, um, uh, especially like whenever the Getter Robo uh like transforms and like the fact that they use the fact that it's a uh, wow how redundant the fact that they use uh. That that uh the the getter actually like is a fusion between three different robots like in in like their actual fighting um to like maybe like oh disconnect and then reconnect into getter two or getter three and then like they dodge attacks like that like it's so fucking cool dude it is so fuck like the oh the one of the most badass fucking scenes is uh uh was it like chapter eleven or twelve like the twister episode it was the 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 or the chapter where Rio actually like lost his memories uh because he was saving the kids. Uh they were like they were like, "Oh, don't ride against the current." Uh or, or yeah, just just follow the current of the twister and then like they transform inside the fucking the tornado and it it looks so fucking badass. You see like they're like lining up and then clink and then the lightning of, of like the energies is like sparking out. It's so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, the stacking together concept is just so cool because, like, you're getting three robots or three for giant the price robots. Of one. Yeah, out of, for the price of one, because, like, depending on the orientation, like, it's a different, like, version of Getter Robo. And, like, I really love the whole dissembling concept, too, because, like, it's during the battle uh, at the mountain where, like, they get, like, trapped by a bunch of, like, tentacles. And, like, Rio decides to use the force of disassembling, uh, the yeah. top part of get a robo to rip the tentacle apart god and then he uses the tentacle to just smack the fucking monster oh, yeah that was so good dude and, and it's cool because then you get like the spotlight for the other two pilots whenever they take control uh they're like com- basically commanding the other the other uh getter forms yeah. Like Musashi does the like getter three and it's like, oh, it's the tanky one with the fucking rockets on its back. Yeah, and also kind of uh the getter three I really like that it kinda also uses a bit of like Musashi's like judo techniques as well. Yeah, because they got the long arms and it's just like stretching and like boom. Yeah, it's it's really cool. The other fight that I really loved was the jellyfish one. Where like yeah. they have to like go inside the jellyfish and like explode it from the inside. Yeah, they're using was... thunder as armor, except uh, they're using Getter Beam as energy. <laughs> just overload it. Oh my god! Like it's just so. This is it's it's just interesting to see how much of a legacy this is like left for other giant robots. As Velor said earlier, that this is kind of like the progenitor of them all. 
because yeah the combining robots like um one well obviously people well people probably know me as like the resident bomberman fan on twitter but like there's a uh barman anime back of gaiden that uses the combining robots and i thought that was super cool when i first saw it but reading through get a robo now i realized that was just kind of an homage to this so so many and then of course back of gaiden came out in 1998 so that's so many years after this was a thing and still people are still you know it's still being used and i just the idea of it just continuing and outliving you know not really outliving because get a robo is still very much available but just continuing that legacy, you know. Yeah. Sakaki, how old were you when you found out the B and Bomberman stand for Biter? <laughs> I was two years old. <laughs> oh shit. Like and then Dude, like, it's so good. Though the one thing that um with Ishinomori and of course uh Ishikawa, like some of the expressions in this thing they're they're probably not supposed to be as funny to me as they are, and they're a lot of them are pretty badass. But just the spiral eyes and everything like that that they have, I wouldn't be surprised too if that's also something that was picked up by Nakashima and uh, dang, I forgot his name. Uh, Imaishi, Imaishi, yes, I wouldn't be surprised if that's for something sure. They, something they picked up, like just the overall designs of the characters and everything like that. I mean, they can go from they they all look. I guess if you're used to more, you know, um, contemporary anime manga, that they all look really weird. But I kind of dig. They look very eighties. Yeah, I kind of dig the look though, especially a lot of the time, especially the villains, the bad guys. Like they all look amazing. Yeah, like I'm telling you, like all the monster designs, especially, um, fucking uh, the demon emperor dude, uh, the Haki Takoku fucking uh, what is his name he looks like i don't know what he looks like but he looks <laughs> he looks amazing and like his uh oh no not not uh him the the not galilee galilee the other second in command of for the dinosaur empire he looks like fucking amon from devil man oh general bat yeah general ba- <laughs> yeah bat that's exactly what he is he's a fucking <laughs> bat head <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm looking at him i mean and i mean i guess another thing to be full disclosure with is i haven't read any of the guys works either so like a lot of this a lot of what i'm learning now are from married and v lord and yeah and no, i'm looking at him right now and yeah he does look pretty metal like yeah oh man oh you know what i really like also the um the, there was one fight oh the fight i think where they recruited uh musashi uh, where it was like in the jungle, uh, I think that the the Mechasaurus or whatever that they use there, the 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 robot machine thing that the dinosaur people use was like it looked a lot like Mazinger, except like on the sides it had like two snakes. Yeah, yeah, it did look like Mazinger. Like especially the helmet shape, like oh man, oh yeah, and he had like the two like. Um, the twin snakes on the side on the side like is like they're like almost shoulder pads but not really and they also like kind of formed hair a little bit yeah 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 oh that looks like oh yeah that does look it's so weird there's so many weird designs but like the weirdness works in its favor because they're so they're just so unique you wouldn't think of that kind of shit like this is like the kind of nightmare shit that a fucking like a feverish four-year-old would like dream up. <laughs> I 
I mean, no, I don't. And I, I completely agree with you. No, the more I look at no, those things are his neck. Like, they're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just his neck. He's, like, got two, like, iguanas in his neck and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God. Like, yeah, and you're right. It's, like, it's... It's... God, it's in that kind of uncanny valley of being, like really fucking hilarious <laughs> but also being really cool so yeah it is just kind of like that like elementary school thing where you look back at it and you're like why did i think this you, you look back at it as a teenager you're like why did i think it was cool and you will loop back into the adult like this is fucking amazing <laughs> i'm just imagining like ishikawa like putting a bunch of different terms in like a bucket and then just taking one out each week and say like okay this is what i'm gonna shove into this thing oh giant oh my rockets in a dinosaur pterodactyl head and then we're gonna have snake legs okay we're gonna make this work guys he's playing pin the part on the dinosaur (laughs) (laughs) it's true though pin the point on the abomination i shouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay guys 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 um who's your favorite getter pilot let's go Ooh, that's tough. Oh, yeah, that's hard. But I like, feel like it has to be Musashi for me, just because like he, he's the lovable conscience of the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. He is the most likable. Yeah, yeah. That that I would have to say Musashi too, just because like I guess if he hadn't been introduced in the story, I might go Hayato. But like, yeah, once he was introduced, it was it was lock in because. As we said before, the rest of them are all really unlikable people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they do kind of, they they sort of redeem themselves over time, especially, like, Hayato, like, when he's introduced, he's, like, so scummy and so weird and violent, and, like, but, like, by the end, like, oh, he saves kids, and, like, he, he genuinely cares about uh, uh, Ryo and was, like, he has to be alive, like, I believe in him, and whatever, and it's just, stuff like that is genuinely, like, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to actually like like resonate with that, but like, oh well damn, maybe I do care about Hayato a little bit. Yeah, uh, I mean he was introduced ripping people's faces off, so <laughs> and ears. <laughs> yeah, Hayato's weird to think about because yeah, he was definitely the most like far out of left field in terms of personality, because like he was like hardcore like murdering people. <laughs> and like when he joins like the getter team, like He's still initially like, okay, the means justify the ends. We don't have to care about all these pitiful human lives. We just need to save humanity. But, like, even though they aren't very blatant about it, like, you can definitely see, like, he is, like, growing towards actually having compassion by the end, which is yeah. kind of nice. I mean, it's, it's like, wild to think about, especially because, like, he he works basically as, like, the... I guess like a deputy as, uh, assistant type of like position to the professor. And like the professor is probably the most maladjusted because he has like no concept of morality. He was he's like, oh, human experimentation. Yeah, let's not destroy this lab because I need to know what the fuck they were researching. And- <laughs> he's like, yeah, he doesn't care about the actual people. He's just like, no, we need the research. Everything is for the sake of gutter. <laughs> God, I can imagine him saying it that way too. <laughs> you see God. how they killed my son? <laughs> Even Musashi, when Musashi's gonna go sacrifice himself, like the professor's just like, no, he's doing it for the sake of Getter. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> God. Um. Yeah. I, I. I would say probably my favorite is probably Hayato. Like weird to think about. Uh. But I actually like all three of them. Like they, especially by the end, they each had like their moments, and I think it's it's cool. Like though, they're such a weird ragtag group of like pilots that like. Oh yeah, to to perform in the getter, you must have teamwork, and it's just like these guys barely know each other. <laughs> but like, I kind of like I I fuck with it because um, Musashi is just like to pilot to pilot a robot, you just need guts and hope and and courage and like, yes, you're exactly you're exactly the target audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great way of putting it too, and I guess that's why it's funny that he's the one who died. Yeah, he's, he's too innocent. He's too pure. <laughs> we can't have the pure boy. No, you're you're too pure to live. Like I I I, I actually kind of dig that decision though, because you would think. I mean, you know, Rio uh, Rio's not going anywhere. He's a protagonist, even with that fake out. Like you knew that he was going to come back from that. So the only logical True. one you think at that point would be Hayato. He'd have, you know, he'd have his character development plateau. He'd be like, okay, you know, humans aren't so bad. And then he sacrifice himself and, you know, you, you'd expect that instead of the guy who's been essentially the heart all along being the one to die. Yeah, and it's I, like if Togashi actually killed Kuwabara, we would have rioted. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think the decision to kill Musashi 2 is interesting because, like, there's so many moments in Getter Robo where they're like, oh, we're going to go sacrifice our sacrifice our lives to go defeat this enemy. But then they all come back, like, unscathed <laughs> and they're fine. Turns out all you needed was actually the resolve. Like, yeah, right. exactly. But, like, with Musashi's final moments, that's the one time where it's like, no, that's not the case. He was legitimately going into a fight that like he knew he couldn't win and like yeah he dies yeah it's yeah i agree that was just really interesting especially this far i mean again being like the progenitor that's interesting that they have that kind of like blueprint set out for um future future writers of this of this kind of genre I mean, it's funny that a lot of them really went the way that I was saying, which is like they, the one rough and tumble guy is the one who dies after he gets his character development. But so I, I kind of wonder if just maybe Musashi's dying had like left a bad taste in the mouth of readers or something. Like it was heroic and it was like definitely well executed. But the fact that you don't see that happen so much, like if the heart, if the the character who's supposed to be the heart of the group dies, usually it's like after someone else or well not after i should say like usually it's them and another character dies it's usually not just them <laughs> so um i, I just kind of i i'm just thinking of it from a story writing perspective it was just like somebody was just like yeah that that that, that just didn't yeah we're just not gonna do that again it's interesting too because like i feel like the greater theme of get a robot is kind of like okay humanity has this untapped potential that they can overcome obstacles did you mean spiral energy? Yes, it's literally spiral energy. Nakashima just copied Get a Robo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we like, established that. <laughs> it, it's still showing the other side of that, where it's like, yeah, you have this like large pool of potential, but there's still human limits. You can't just go in and be unstoppable. At some point, like 
there will be something that you can't do on your own. Which is an interesting thing to have in, like, a series that, for one thing, is, like, from the 70s and also, like, aimed at children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it turns out, like, the human limit is uh, hotter than magma, but uh, not as hot as a fucking, like, a nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I mean, hey, it's 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 when you have a giant jellyfish that's just converting people, their bodies, getter beams, and everything into energy. Then at some point, you just break. You got to reach a breaking point. Oh, dude, I was just thinking of like when he pulled Musashi pulled out the core from the from the getter one, and like he's like holding it out. Like I have definitely seen that in like other other shows oh yeah totally dude what the fuck was that show where like they used like they they took they took out the core of like some robot and then they had to like connect it for to like for like some, some kind of sustainable energy for whatever what the fuck am i thinking about god that does sound super familiar but no nah, i can't i don't know either knights of sidonia i don't think it was that but that also fits damn man get a robo's iconic it really is just uh like Again, somebody who's just reading this for the first time, just seeing a lot of the tropes that I've seen in other shows and where they started from. Like, I always love seeing that kind of thing where it's, um, you can see the author, your fair author's, um, inspiration going back and reading those things. Because, I mean, it's one thing to be like, yeah, you know, reading an interview, oh, I was, you know, inspired by this manga or by this artist, but actually read the work that they're inspired by, you know, especially if you had no idea. Right. Mm. Yeah, dude. It, it's it's very eye opening when you see like uh like a source for something like that, and then just when you go back to whatever was influenced, how they just wear it on their sleeve. It's so, it's uh not hum. I guess humbling, but also like uh I don't know. It, it gives me like a very uh I don't know. It's like when you read Tomorrow's Joe for the first time, and then everywhere you just see Tomorrow's Joe references. <laughs> True. It's true. I'm gonna I'm gonna read tomorrow's Joe just so I can play Danganronpa. <laughs> I mean, Rumiko Takahashi also. We we should totally just like Rumiko Takahashi references in One Pound Gospel. So clearly, we need to. We also need to read it for that too. So when we do oh, the oh yeah, I remember the the Sleeping Joe reference of One Pound Gospel is kind of funny because <laughs> not even in the boxing ring. oh that's that's good she didn't take the low-hanging fruit (laughs) yeah she just i mean i actually the only reason i remember it is like one of the um japanese uh um fans of takahashi kind of posted it i guess they just i guess they just um discovered that themselves and i was like oh okay there's that one pound gospel is something i do need to read as well so yeah one pound gospel is fun viz reprint it i was about to ask because i remember i remember there was one series when we were talking about the news that you were saying there was one series that was like not that we're we're waiting for that to be reprinted and then we would have kind of like the takashi perfecta but okay so it was that one yeah like the fourth volume of one pound gospel is like getting really hard to get like i think it's just completely out of print now okay well Hopefully. But yeah, um, getting back to Get a Robo, like one thing I will say, and I shouldn't be like surprised by this by now, but we talked about it briefly, but just 
The depictions of violence are so fucking over the top. God, the beheaded baby. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and all so the beheaded funny. children too. It's like, damn. I, I will avenge them as I'm holding the beheaded baby in my arms. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I posted one in our chat where it's just like the guy's like, oh, get revenge for everybody. He's like holding the head of his friend <laughs> and he's like wandering around and it's like, God, I know I shouldn't be surprised because manga was just, it just hit different back then, but. True. Holy shit. You know what's funny though? Like I honestly thought for like a split second before we got like, oh yeah, real is still alive or whatever. I thought that kid was probably gonna be like a like a new pilot or something. I didn't think that, but I will say for they they got me in that first half though <laughs> with his death because <laughs> like there's just been so much other like off the wall wild shit that I like for thirty seconds I did believe he might actually be dead, but I would I will say though it it would it would have been a crazy funny twist because. Uh, that like a couple of chapters before with the the other professor, um, I forgot the name, like Ishi something or like uh the one that makes all the weapons. I think it's a different professor because he doesn't have like hair and he has like some fucked up eye or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I don't remember his name off the top of my Where head. Where he was like, uh, the, the, he was taken hostage and the, the reptiloid or whatever was just like, hey. Uh, if you kill me, I'll, I'll kill this guy too. And, and the, the professor guy's like, "Yes, perfect. I wanted to die. Yeah, <laughs> oh, let's go. God, Can I get a pug?" <laughs> He's like, "Rio, make sure you get this part of my face, and so that we all like melt onto this floor." Yeah, make sure my brain splatters on this side of the wall, and like, uh, God, fucking yeah, shoot my bad side. Uh, just, just get get rid of it. I don't want that on my like yeah. grave. Oh, oh, Professor Shikishima. Shikishima, yeah. What matters is that you use this weapon that I made uh, in the Gulf War so that you just fucking, like, just, yeah, like, God. I mean, yeah, he, he's just this kind of guy who's like, it's always been a joy for me to see the dead bodies of those killed by my weapons. <laughs> oh, boy, the greatest joy is to be killed with my own <laughs> machine. Meanwhile, the dinosaur guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He is like terrified. He's like, I, I fucked up. I picked the wrong hostage. <sighs> I'm actually reading that right now. Look at this face. I'm ecstatic. I've been waiting 50 years for this shit <laughs> to go to blind and blood. And he's like crying, like, like literally. He's like legit, like just overwhelmed with emotion. I could to die such a beautiful, bloody death. I couldn't ask for anything more. I got an album. He's like, he's asking Rio to like put it in his album. <laughs> Yeah, kill me and take a pic. Take it, take it like selfie, and like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Put take a here. picture and like put it with my all my other pictures of like people dying and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the dinosaur too. He's like, what? Nah, nah. This is how this was supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Rio was like, wow, thanks for the act. He's like, what are you talking about? Act? That wasn't acting. <laughs> God. Oh rats! I I escaped death again. He said it like it was like a fucking like a Scooby Doo villain. Like oh jeepers, <laughs> fucking escape death again. Not meddling kids. <laughs> God. Hey look, at, hey look at me, Ryu. Shoot me, shoot me, motherfucker. Make me, <laughs> make Come me pickle me, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like him. 
<laughs> now I'm just imagining him with like a Justin Roiland voice. <laughs> yeah. Shoot me, Rio. Shoot me. We have to get through customs, Rio. <laughs> yeah, Rio. Rio, what are you a fucking pussy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just fire. <laughs> what the fuck are you waiting for? <laughs> Now, now, now you see, Rio. When I was your age, burp, I put a, I put a bullet in my own ass. You know. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, then we get another like really awesome design with like, what is this guy? He's like, I guess a Stegosaurus with like, like mechanical wings, and he's got like a visor. It's a pterodactyl i just looked to zoom in on this page and this guy looks fucking pissed <laughs> god so much happens dude and then you get like <clears throat> oh of course musashi the king he's like he's injured but he's still like yeah we got shit to do <laughs> get <in> the robot <laughs> ryu <laughs> dude musashi I, now that i realize musashi's like injured for like half of the fights that he's in the rope the gutter robo <laughs> yeah he is no wonder he died. Shit. <laughs> like that time he got a freaking like stabbed through like the middle of his chest. God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, guys. Yeah. What's your favorite uh getter form? Oh, okay. That's a Ooh. that's a tough one. I kinda like getter too, just because of the drill. Yeah, dude, the drill grew so much on me. And like they could go underground, but they also like they use it a lot for like a finisher. For like piercing the the enemy like through through like their center or whatever. I really like the moment where, like, they use the drills like a bullet and, like, shoot it at the enemy. Yeah, like a rocket punch, but with a drill. Yeah, uh, that was super cool. Yeah, fucking... I I'm still, honestly, like, dude, Getter 1 is just it's so so classic, dude. The fucking, the head shape, every time that we see it, like, transform and, like, uh, come out in that shape, where you see, like, the, the parts that look like ears, like, coming out. Um, every time that it's drawn, it, it looks like I can just imagine the way that it like it would be animated. Like it just looks so cool and fluid. Yeah, no, I I, I think I'm gonna go with Getter One just because like I when they have like it drawn in shadows, like maybe it's coming out of the shadows, or there are a couple times where it's like on its knees after being hit or something. And just the way that it looks, the way that the eyes are positioned and everything like that in the darkness, mm. even even when it's like being defeated and it's like I'm looking at one panel. Here, I'll throw it in the chat. But yeah, even when it's about to be defeated, it looks really like sinister and shit. And, and I kind of like that, <clears throat> that sense of aesthetic, just that while it's supposed to be this like good robot, it still comes off as like really like sinister looking. Yeah, I just put it up. But, like, I just really like that. You, you, you get the, you know, especially when, when um, contrasted with the really outlandish enemies, like, I just like the fact that um, the Getter Robo itself can look, it could both look really weird and silly looking, but also look really badass. Mm, definitely. Also, man, that yes. Getter Tomahawk. Yo. Getter Tomahawk, dude. Axes are, like, some of the coolest weapons, but... They're barely, they barely get, like, I guess, uh, like, they're due in anime just because, like, swords are more, like, easy, I guess, to draw and more, like, I don't know. Like, they're just, it's just something that you could expect more easily. Uh, but yeah, dude, fucking get her tomahawk. It comes out of its shoulder! 
isn't it oh now I, and now your like avatar makes sense god i never really looked that much i looked at it and i always thought it was cool but i never knew where it was from yeah dude <laughs> it's good or one i i did i like i didn't well i mean i didn't know like i said i've never read get a robo been into get a robo so like I've only got into it just for this recording. So, like, I've seen Marion's, like, avatar on Discord plenty of times, and I've always, like, thought it was cool, but I never thought to ask where it was from. I'm pretty sure Marion has probably said, get a robo. But now that I'm actually looking at it, looking at it, and, yeah, that that is it. And it looks so cool. I might have to actually watch the anime now. I think that's from, uh, Shin get a robo. Or get a robo Armageddon, maybe? It looks so cool. And I also have this one gif from, uh, I think, the opening, like the very beginning, where it's just like when it combines and it's just like. <laughs> yeah, I love the oh, cape. Oh, man, that's dope. That's so dope. Like, he's got the cape and everything. And I like that it, it has these, like, features that make it less robot and more. I, I don't know the way to describe it. Because, you know, robots, usually giant robots are, like, very. They're robots. They're supposed to be stiff and, you know, um, not inflexible. But I don't know. I don't know the word I'm going for here. But organic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they, exactly. Yeah. They're they're very. You know. They're 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 made of uh, metals and stuff like that. And even the most like you know, impenetrable alloy or whatever like that was meant to be, you know, for battle and stuff like that. But then you have get a robo who looks very organic and the the way that this gift kind of like he it bends forward and then backward and, and like it, it's depicted well even in the manga without having an emotion or anything like that i i think that's the thing that comes from like nagai and a lot of like more like super robot shows not like realistic robot or real robot uh type of shows where um because they're like so outlandish and like almost supernatural with like how how like powerful and stuff that they get and like sometimes they're they're their powers don't make like logical sense, but it's just for the sake of cool, like they they make the robots feel or like move more human, uh, which is like it's like a contrast to how almost supernatural their powers get. They're like superheroes that just happen to be robots. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That 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 actually that's a great way of putting it. Like I also really just like uh get her one's design just because of like the fact that it's so wide and it's like it looks it it's it looks very untraditional from like a like a normal uh like a super robot because most of the time like those kind of robots will go more for like a kind of like human proportions but like you don't really see like like the Gundam like Mazinger like all of these other robots like they don't have like like their torso they're usually like they're they're more like compact or like done in a way to make them look like thinner or cooler um kind of like how you know, like Barbie dolls have like their own little like proportions that are like, maybe they're unrealistic for actual women, but it's like, Oh, this is like, this is the ideal. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't like yeah. it. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the ideal robot body. You may not like it, but this is peak performance. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Like it, it is that he's just a round boy that just makes Tell it you. that much more iconic. Cause yeah, the, like I'm not going to say so much of that robots. Are, I, 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 again, as not somebody who's like a mecha enjoyer, like 
I do find the fact that Get a Robo is this kind of like organic and looks, as Velour says, is more like a just superhero with dude other superheroes in him <laughs> yeah. more than more than just being like a giant robot. I mean, you you could probably just have Get a Robo just as a unit by itself without having the human side of things, and it still would just it would still just work because it doesn't yeah. look like a giant robot or anything like that. Like it could, it would be like if you can treat it like fucking like Ultraman or something. Like I'll yeah. leave it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that, that's a great way to put it. Because like you, you, even with like um, uh, not to uh Sentai. Even with Sentai, like even though those are still outlandish, they still lean to more towards like um, you know, Gundam. But yeah, like the uh, like Megazords, like yeah, uh, they're like you know, like Voltron, where like uh. There will still be parts of like their limbs where they they get like they look kind of thin during like the parts that they connect or whatever. But like, get a robo just like like nah like from the shoulders to the to the the forearms to whatever. Like it's it's all like I don't know like big. Yeah, they're all like big, thick. Like you can tell. Like I'm I'm going there. I'm going to establish this lore, but like. <laughs> Not established, it's probably obvious, but you could tell, like, this is where, like, the children who would go on to, like, form Capcom and shit, this is where they got it. Like, true! Getter Robo's got the Capcom uh, limbs and, like, arms and legs. Yeah, like, because you look at Getter Robo, he looks like he could be, like, not not like Mega Man X, but. Mega Man uh, X! Ah! (laughs) (laughs) You got these red galoshes for feet. Holy shit. Oh my god! I was actually about to say like not Mega Man X, but like the original Mega Man. I can, I swear there are like enemies that look like a Robo in that one. If not straight up, just like, like probably there are Robot Masters in like the original Mega Man series that definitely have taken their um, taken cues from like Get a Robo because like this would have been around the time I, I don't remember exactly when Capcom was like formed, but it was like like what mid eighties. Yeah, mid '80s, something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, like '85 or some shit. Yeah, so definitely when Get a Robo was a thing, like definitely the kids that probably or like the the target demographic would have been probably looking for jobs when around Capcom started. And I can imagine there's a bunch of just people that were super into Get a Robo, just being like, "Dude, yeah, dude, let's... I just I just thought of the best thing, yo, super changing robot, Get a Robo." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just looked it up. Uh, Capcom began in 1979, but I mean, they just made game machines then. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, they started in 83. That's when they, it sounds like they just started, they were making like, I guess, I don't know, just like game machines, I guess arcade units or whatever. I'm not sure, but like in 83 is when they started making their own shit. So yeah, the, the timeline kind of checks out. I, I could definitely see people growing up on Get a Robo just making Mega Man. Because Mega Man is like a patiche of like a bunch of different um like robot stuff that existed around the time anyway. So, because I'm I'm trying to remember what series I remember they specifically says Dog Rush was like what was that was it it's Clifford? Me. Hmm. Just kidding. I said Clifford. I said just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wait, Clifford? No. Yeah. <laughs> God. What was the name of that series? It like a uh, Madhouse redid it and um. It had uh, what does it look like? It was, it, it was, it was a something. I'm gonna look it up. 
and I know I'm gonna be really mad when I finally remember the title of it. Uh, Cash Earn, Cash Earn. Oh, oh Cash yeah. Earn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cash like Earn. The, yeah, the Cash Earn Sins. That was the name of the series. Um, but yeah, I know that like Mega Man's dog was based off of the dog in Cash Earn. Holy shit! So, yeah, he, he kind of does look like Friender. Yeah, that's this dog's name. Yes, Rush looks like Friender, and that like I I do just believe that the Capcom just took a bunch of these things and then put them together, and that's how they got Mega Man. So, like, uh, and now looking at Get a Robo's design and really getting into like the the lore of it, yeah, I can definitely see just again this thing has is a legacy it's it's not even really it's past the point of just being a manga like it is it has established so much that we're that, yeah that anybody even if you haven't read get it robo you have read get it robo <laughs> yeah like oh, from like start to finish it's just like everything i want to say is just me gushing and like it's funny because like as i was reading i was nowhere near as like 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 visibly probably excited as i am like when i'm talking about it now but like it just brings such a smile to my face like this is like the stuff that i you know i grew up with and like i really i love robots dude <laughs> they're so cool well you know chicks dudes love chicks and everyone else digs giant robots so true i dig giant robots <laughs> you dig giant robots <laughs> But yeah, no, this is definitely the kind of thing where I would have loved to have been a Japanese kid just growing up with this. I, I almost wish I would have been able to just pick up a Shonen Sunday every week and read these and just, God, because like this would have been also around the time the magazine had been properly established. Because one thing I found out, um, you know, doing research for the blog and everything is that at first, <clears throat> the manga magazines were just kind of like, they just threw whatever they could in there. <laughs> they didn't really have a set. They even had right. like essays. They had essays from people. Like, not like manga essays, but like, I remember one of the, the inaugural issue of Sunday had like a famous doctor talking about, you know, like how it, how important it is for like, basically raising children, you know. Like, there wasn't really a whole bunch of set, like, manga, per se, until way later. And Getter Robo would have been around that time where manga magazines were actually featuring mostly manga. And not so much just a hodgepodge of whatever the editor felt like throwing in there. So definitely, it, uh, Getter Robo even has that kind of, like, going for its legacy where it is just... It was kind of like a manga in the time where manga magazines were becoming more of a uh normalized thing so i mean it, it is just interesting normalized manga <laughs> <laughs> sorry no no you're good <laughs> so yeah i i would say i it is a shame that these are very difficult to find because uh i mean obviously there's those places <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, what am I saying? We, we've talked about scans on here before, but yeah, obviously there's that. And, um, of course, as I don't know if we mentioned it, did we? That, like, even buying these in Japanese, you can only get them through ebook Japan for whatever reason. Yeah, like, I think Ishikawa and Gonagai, or like, I think Dynamic Productions probably have a exclusivity contract, like, for digital versions of their work with ebook japan because like i couldn't find these anywhere else which is 
really weird. Like, I couldn't get it on Kindle, I couldn't get it on Bookwalker. And also, like, I also just don't like using ebook Japan because, like, their site's not very good. Yeah, oh, no. ebook Japan, the funimation of manga readers. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just inconvenient because they don't have, like, a app that's friendly for international users or anything either. So they aren't as open to uh, non-Japanese residents buying manga from them. Yeah, because, like, they don't... Yeah, as Wheeler said, there's no real app. I mean, there used to be one, but then... Because I remember trying to read it on the app, and it's just the app just kept giving me errors, so... Yeah, it wasn't until you told me that you have to pretty much read in the browser that... Which is such a weird decision. Like, there's an app for everything now, and now you guys are... I think that there is still an app, but it's just locked to Japan. Oh, okay, that that definitely makes more sense then. Still, that's so odd, but okay. But yeah, it's it's um, it's a shame that it is harder to get if you want to like legitimately support it. Because I would love to own these in a way that's not ebook Japan. <laughs> I feel like the best bet would just be to buy the physicals. True, true. Yeah, nineteen seventy four to nineteen seventy five, fifty one. Oh, and oh, the anime was done by Toei way back. Yep. With music by Shinsuke Kikuchi? Yeah. The Dragon Ball guy? <laughs> the, holy shit, the Dragon Ball. The, why is this getting more and more? It's like this series. It, I, I, it's like at this point I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> I mean, Kikuchi did a lot before Dragon Ball. He did Cash On, too. And oh, Dragon. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at his, like... I mean, of course, the main thing I know him for is Dragon Ball. But, like, yeah. No, I'm looking through his the rest of the things he's done. And, yeah. Oh my god, like SNK, they said they were inspired by the series when designing the three main characters of King of Fighters. Like, wow, that this is kind of amazing. But yeah. That Robo's just too powerful. It just keeps living on and on. And I mean, especially through this new series, which actually, okay, three volume. And oh, so the story for Ark ended prematurely. Oh, okay, but there was a thing after it. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, there's multiple, like, uh, reboots and, like, reinterpretations of Get a Robo since then. Like, the one, like, Get a Robo, like, thing that is licensed manga-wise is, uh, Get a Robo Devolution, which is by the, uh, writer of the Ultraman manga. Huh. Where does that run? I mean, I know it's not exactly a shoggy thing. It ran in, uh, Basatsu Shonen Champion. It was, like, five volumes. Okay. Because, yeah, I'm looking through this thing, and mostly get a Robo series seem to be kind of short. Yeah, I think they're, like, three volumes each. Some of them are, like, four or five. Yeah, I think Go is the longest one at seven volume. Okay. Uh, let's see something. Well, actually, wait. Like, technically, I'm um, looking at get a Ro- Robo arc. I mean, Ishikawa did... He passed away three years after it ended. It looks like what it's what happened was where it ran was the magazine itself just went defunct. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Here we go. Super Robot Comics, and yeah. So the magazine went defunct, and they just didn't choose to move it. Ishikawa said, "You can finish this in your head." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wonder now. At this point, now I'm kind of wondering how the. I, I assume the anime will probably make up some sort of ending. 
I'd assume so, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder how long it's going to be. Probably with three volumes, they could probably do that in the core easy. But all right, I mean, if we don't have much else to say about Get a Robo, then I guess we can get her out of here. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing all this. Right, I laughed at that one. I laughed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm get a keep... gold star, Sakaki. Yes, finally, my life is complete. All right. Uh, yeah, that was that was true. I think I I might have been a little too excited because now I, I'm I'm a little tired. <laughs> and now this is like this is not even a very long recording. It, it's not like, and I guess it kind of makes up for the news being super duper long. <laughs> I didn't expect this true. to have like a whole lot to say about this one, just because like getting Robo is an experience. We can sit here and talk about it and talk about it and. Yeah, but like, it's not the kind of series that had lends itself to like really a whole bunch of alternative, um, like interpretations, like another work might. Yeah, at least not the early parts. I hear like once you get to like Getter Robo Go, that's where a lot of the more narrative some uh, substance comes in. But like mm. Getter Robo and Getter Robo G, like the Shogaku Khan Getter Robos, are kind of like more of the foundational Super Robot type story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it, it's, there's really not much, all we would be able to do is really gush about it, but, like, we, most of what we, most of what we would have had to say, we've already said, so, like, yeah, but definitely, if you guys are, are, I mean, if anybody listening to this is uh, interested, then, yeah, definitely get a Robo Arc would be, I don't know if that's a good place to start. <laughs> I've heard it is not. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can you can also uh, check out the Getterobro OVAs that um, Right Stuff has been putting out. Uh, okay. I I own the first collection. I think it's only one so far. Isn't it Discotech? Disco. What did I say? You said Right, right Stuff. stuff. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. You can find it on Right Stuff. It's published by Discotech. Okay. Yeah, and they have a few of the Getterobro things. They have like Shin Getterobro, Getterobro Armageddon. Uh, Shin get a robo versus Neo get a robo. So yeah, you have a few entry points there, and then Seven Seas of course has get a robo deevolution. Yes, that manga. <laughs> so yeah, definitely there's ways to get your to get her on. Um, <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> but yeah, so if you can get it, since get a robo arc is probably not like the best place to start. You can start with those. Thanks to you know uh. Discotech and getting off the right stuff or any other place anime or soul, please, please sponsor us. Um and Yes, Dark we... Lord Sean Kleckner. I know you're listening. <laughs> I am also the I am also a Dark Lord. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, like definitely get a robo's fun. It is a lot of fun. And I will be like I might try to track down the the OVAs because I am I was I so I, okay, much... I can stream or I can stream one of them on Discord. I think Shin got a robo. I have. Yo, okay, we, we gotta make that happen. So I know we keep saying stuff like that, but yo, we gotta make that happen at some point, cause probably not tonight, because I'm tired of shit, but <laughs> but um yeah, definitely we gotta make that happen. If not, I will definitely pick it up myself because I had a lot of fun with this. But um yeah. Get a robo. Yeah, I definitely want to check out more of the Get a Robo animes myself, and I also want to check out Devolution because, like, I've heard that's like essentially like a more modern interpretation of the original Get a Robo. So I'm curious, like, how that's handled. Yeah, if you want, I'll ask my friend Ramon because he's like the aficionado for all 
getterer and like all like mecha shit in general is just he just loves fucking robots that that's where i got most of my appreciation of uh super robots uh post childhood but yeah for sure well i mean uh just just as a side the director of arc has worked on a lot of like go nagai ken ken ishikawa stuff jun kawagoe he's worked on get a robo armageddon shin get a robo versus neo get a robo uh new get a robo and he's yeah currently doing arc cyborg 009 versus devil man yes that's all that had a fire ass fucking ost it did so yeah so I, i i at least we know the director like I mean, at least we know that Ark is in, like, really good hands as far as the director goes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And All right. Kaiser. I guess, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Which, what, what was that? Oh, and the Mackay's, Mac, Mazing, Mazikaiser SKL. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Dude, have either of you seen Mazinkaiser SKL? No. I have not. <laughs> We're going to watch that tonight. Sakaki, you're staying up. <laughs> God. Oh, okay, God. let's do it. Let's it is do it. like, it is like, oh my God, it's like cracked out. It's literally fucking the same energy that of what we just read. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's do it. I mean, I'm looking at it and it's 27 minutes for three episodes. So I, I think I can, I, I think I can fade that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing it. All right. Uh, we got to transition now. Uh, V-Lord, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ, and then I write various things for all-comic.com and tanamifaithful.com, so check out that. And then I'm also involved with a number of podcasts, uh, with Marion and Sakaki specifically. Uh, We also do uh, the Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod, and the Demon Slayer podcast at D Slayer Podcast. And then I have uh, my other podcast, Dumbweebs Podcast, on Twitter at Dumbweebs Pod. And then I also pop up on the Toonami Faithful Podcast, uh, which is on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. So check out all those. Nice. Uh, Sakaki, where can people find you? Yes, you can find me at uh, at WSS Talkback. That's where all the show on the Sunday fun happens. And we, we are the one... Uh, magazine twitter who actually goes through the entire magazine every week so definitely come in for that news um interviews and other well well mostly it's for news and just kind of like covers and stuff like that but for interviews and reviews of manga you can go to wsstalkback.blogspot.com and where marion has written some stuff for us there and anybody who's interested in writing about Shogakukan manga currently running, um, ended, anything that's Shogakukan adjacent, please, we always are looking for guest writers, so please, by all means. Uh, then you can find me at, at Kirobon, K-I-I-R-O-B-O-N, and actually, I've been tweeting, like, I've been tweeting shit about this read that I've been doing for Get a Robo, so if you're following that, you probably saw a few of those tweets. Otherwise, I'm actually doing stuff with that Twitter now, so you can definitely check that out if you're interested in what I'm reading. Sometimes it's Shogakukan, sometimes it isn't, but yeah. I'm also on a podcast with our good friend Colton at Another Day, Another Adventure at Another DB Pod on Twitter, 
where if it's animated and has Goku in it, then we're probably going to talk about it at some point. And it's been a ton of fun lately. Uh, for and that's like a Patreon thing for Manga Mavericks, and it's been a ton of fun. So definitely check that out too. And yeah, you can. That's where you can find me. Other than with these fine, these fine folks I'm with now. Hell yeah! Make sure to follow both of these fine folks. They put out amazing content, and without them, uh, this podcast would not be a thing. So, yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, check them out. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Microwavy, the E is before the V. Uh, I have a card in my description with all my other projects. In case you're interested in uh, hearing me on all the other podcasts I star on. Uh, I co-host the Good Friends Anime Club at Good Friends Cast on Twitter. Uh, That's on hiatus. Uh, The Haiku Podcast at Haiku Pod on Twitter. That's also on on hiatus until more Haiku comes out. what else? Uh, I am on uh, Demon Slayer podcast with uh, Sakaki and B-Lord and on uh, Oversoul Shaman King podcast with them as well. Um, uh, sometimes I guest on the My Hero Academia podcast. Uh, not recently, though. Uh, it's been just pretty busy for me, IRL and whatnot. But uh, yeah, uh, just keep your keep your eyes peeled and your and your ears glued, I guess, <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> any other <laughs> stuff that we might be on uh you can find saturday night shoggy on twitter at sat night shoggy uh you can also uh find our episodes anywhere that podcasts can be found on apple apple Podcasts, google play um spotify anchor stitcher you name it if you can if you can find podcasts there we are probably there we're also on youtube uh and yeah, uh, if you like this episode or if you like any of our content, be sure to leave a like and rating. Uh, that really helps out with the algorithm and whatnot. Um, yeah, uh, this was uh, Get a Robo. If you have not checked it out, I vehemently urge you to please check it out. Like, uh, we've talked uh, a lot about like what it influenced and what uh, what impact it's had on cultural, uh, what kind of cultural input it's had. Uh, yeah, if you like Gorilla God, which I'm sure most of you do, you got you, you owe it to yourself to see what Gatorobo is. But yeah, make do. You should uh, you should uh, make do like Rio and uh, sock it to the man. No, that's Hayato. Sock it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I, I know what to do. Uh, on on one, say change, Gator. <laughs> okay. All right. Three, two. One. Change. Change. Get Get her. Her.